0: um the 2013-14 nfl season Top button. Um, and the way we started it out was guessing over unders with rick golf also known as rick carlson and you might have heard us talking about rick um as our yeah. lawyer <laughs> he's, he's got his esquire he's got a lot of titles yeah. um rick do you want to know the questions that um have come out from Some version of Rick in Chicago on the Ask Us Anything segment of the show.
2: Yes, and I promise it wasn't me. Okay, so it
0: starts with, how dare you? How dare you? You know I'm not a lawyer. (laughs) Or do you know I'm not a lawyer? Sorry. He'd never Uh, say that. Who do you think you are? (laughs) (laughs) And will you guys please stop? (laughs) And the answer to all of them is no. No
3: we
2: Listen, don't lawyers have lawyers too guys and they'll be in Damn it. i hadn't they'll thought of contact. it actually
3: that's not good what yeah. if he's got giuliani and we're gonna have to mess with that oh,
2: guy yeah so we're gonna so we're funny. gonna host from a u-haul station down the road it's gonna be awesome
0: <laughs> rick how, i'll be uh, back
2: thank you and, and how dare all of you fair absolutely fair and jeff too
0: tbd but Sweet. probably
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> so rick um is going to drive us through a little bit of uh, well we're going to go through the over-unders what we got right what we got wrong um where we missed drastically um you know biggest variances and um and then i want to close it out with a little bit i've been obsessed with true detective this season um and rick has been our cinephile so to speak on the Mm -hmm. show in past episodes so want to get his takes on on the season and um well maybe a little bit of uh bears draft thoughts too i think so yeah i think
3: think it's fine
0: so we'll see where it goes it's the season it's the season it's draft season officially
3: so let's bears are on the
2: clock guys bears are on the clock that's true what are you
0: thinking actually let's start there What, what are you thinking with the bears what do you want as a bears fan
2: I want them to take Caleb and hopefully it works out. I mean, want and best case scenarios are two different things here. I think I got to give credit to Chicago kind of sports fans or the environment overall. It's in these times, like usually if there's a quarterback kind of discussion or talks about moving on, it's because people don't like the guy or something catastrophic's happened. This is a situation where, For the most part, people like in this field, in this, uh, excuse me, city, they like Justin Fields. They like that he's a good leader. They like, you know, what he's been able to do. There's a number of, you know, if, what if uh, situations or, you know, if things were done differently, we would be in a different situation. But ultimately, they have the first pick and a really good guy uh, sitting right there for him. So, barring any kind of just bonkers offer, they're going to take Caleb. I'm not sure what they're going to do with the other first. I suspect no. that there's going to be a lot of movement out there uh, for probably two through seven. And That's a trade back spot for whoever wants to yeah. come and get McCarthy. Absolutely. I mean, if you're yeah. asking me what I'd like, what I would love is for the Bears to get like four first keep fields and he turns out to be a dynasty level quarterback. In reality, that's not going to happen, right? They're not going to get a decent enough offer to move off the pick. Yeah he's going to come in here. He may be good. He might not. It might be that no matter what decision they make, it's going to be the wrong decision because the position is incredibly difficult to get right. So all of this might be a point in the end. So, uh, you know, I think everyone's kind of resigned to the fact that Caleb's going to be coming in fields is going to be gone, wishing him well, if he get, if the team gets a decent pick for him and he moves on to another team and does really well, You'll have a lot of out of town fans, you know, in that case. So it's it's the best case situation. If the bears had the second, third, fourth pick, I'm not sure we'd be talking about this at all. I think we'd be looking at a long-term extension and this would be kind of a
0: I have an uh, offer here Oh Denver's calling in. I'm up, giving right. you pick 12 this year
2: and mm-hmm.
0: giving yuck. you our first rounder next year. Yuck, so far, yuck. And yep. I'm giving you Patrick Sertan. Oh my god, he did it. Who? Oh, uh, no. the best cornerback <laughs> in the national oh, no. And, uh, no number one in return.
2: No, no, no. I. Oh, you're
0: like... out of your mind. Podcast is over. He,
3: he just baited you in. Listen, Caleb is minus 900 to be the first pick right now because I was about it, to just it, it introduce like, is is May still in the conversation and he no. does not
2: appear to He's be. Up. Yeah. No. I. I guess the counter to that, Mike, is do you think another team would be able to top that offer? And I think no. No. You
0: do,
2: well, what's the market for? Well, uh, a cost-controlled lockdown
3: stud corner is a very valuable asset. That's mm-hmm. a yeah. that's a top ten pick type asset. Yeah, yeah. And all right, well, let's put it through. AB has to clear it either way, so it's not a to think, you guys.
1: I'm vetoed. I'm still thinking about trying to remember what Mike's over under pick for the Broncos was last year. And I'm guessing. Oh all right, let's get, get to it. Let's yeah, get double, to it. It's right? double digits.
0: <laughs> let's start in the AFC West. I think yeah. it might have
3: been 17. Um <laughs> proven otherwise.
0: AFC no, West. No, I've only totally picked right. over or under, right? Like we picked the Vegas ones. Yeah. Yes. Let's okay. start in the AFC West and and I'll take my medicine. Yeah, take it.
2: All right. So in the AFC West overall, not a lot of variants. You'll be happy to hear. With exception to Alex, who didn't choose to participate whatsoever. So <laughs> West, not a Western guy. That. He's more of a southern guy, not west. He doesn't know that I stand far by west. that decision. <laughs> so I, I, don't know the best way to do this, but I'll go by team and just kind of yeah. go across the board. Yeah. So for right. Kansas City, the the line is 11 and a half. They went eleven and six. Ooh, the hook! We all went over, so yeah, we all hooked. had that one run. We got. But it, pretty close. You know that that was just one yeah.
3: They count. did lose a game to the Broncos, right? So that's like who could have accounted for that? Jeez. Uh,
2: well, I'm not- okay with it. Not well, Gibby. But he I was still was going over. Way. He knew that was a potential win. <laughs> he baked it. Yeah, uh, the Chargers nine and a half. Oh. so they were a little bit under that one. So we yeah. all had under. We all we got lucky because we, we all got. had under, but like eight, nine, not whatever they ended up winning. I, they lost I think I had five. zero. <sighs>
3: uh, okay, you know what? <laughs> keep going, Rick. Keep going. <laughs> all right, so I we,
0: wanted to get this out quickly.
2: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> perfect. Uh, Denver. Next on the list, eight and a half. Gibby, they how many did they win? They won eight games. They were eight and nine. Damn Vegas. Right. So there was only one. Oh, sorry, I take that back. There was two unders, uh, both myself and Matty P. Smart guys. <laughs> the over, yeah. you know, look, you could have got that. Pretty lucky. You, you easily uh, could have got that.
3: Now you didn't do monster. anything. You didn't yeah, do anything. I mean, the variance I, between the I, line I, and the end, so wasn't that bad. <laughs> you took a walk in the woods. That's about all you contributed to that game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I will say we all screwed up uh, Vegas. It was yeah. six and a half, eight and nine. We all went under. We all lost. So How the hell did they win eight games? Listen, I wish I would have trusted myself when I talked him up, but I just couldn't do it.
3: Wild. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't blame right. myself on that one.
0: Okay. AFC South. Let's
3: go South. South.
2: Let's oh, go. Boy. Jacksonville was nine and a half. Nine games. Nine wins. Excuse me. Unbelievable. So we had over wait. across the board. We were wrong across the board. We on should that stop, gambling. Again, we should these, stop these gambling. We're off by a game, which makes me feel not as bad as being off by three or four. I just feel funny.
3: bad that Vegas is on top of all of this somehow over this course of a 17-game season. They're like, yep, that's the number. Like, should we hell. just
0: send this podcast to Vegas? I think so. <laughs> just, just do the See house. if, so, they're, they're, see if they're they'll reimburse us.
3: Yeah. yeah. You guys do refunds.
2: <laughs> all right. Okay. Texans. Oh, sorry. Hang on. I got Tennessee next. Oh, Tennessee. Seven and a half. Oh, that was six a good... and eleven. Okay. So we all had the under. We all swept. Smart. Oh, nice. We swept That's every good. category, right or wrong. Here, Indiana, yeah. Indianapolis. Excuse me. Six and a half. We all had the under. I think justifiably. Yeah. Nine and eight. Swept yeah. wrong. Yep. Houston. We all had the under again. Six and a half. We like did. Oh, justifiably. Wow. Ten and seven. So that was a bad. Day. The only thing we got right was Tennessee. Every other pick was wrong in the AFC South.
1: Solidarity. I don't yeah. think anybody saw Nico Collins and Tank Dell having the year that they had. So, right. Rick, did you see what I sent the group text the other
3: day about how they asked Stroud if he could put together his like ultimate Madden mm-hmm. team? Mm-hmm. He mentioned Tank Dell and didn't mention Nico Collins. Ooh, that's a but bad team. sign. It's a good sign for you. It's his boy,
0: though. Is yeah. it a Michigan thing? Do you think? Like, I uh, think he just a...
3: like it's just it's less about how he doesn't like Nico and more about how he just loves Tank Dell. Like he was yeah. the guy he picked. him. Okay.
2: Yeah. I, you felt a lot of chemistry with Stroud with a lot of the guys. You just never felt it with Nico. Yeah. It was, it was always like, oh, Nico did something here.
1: today. Yeah. Okay. Every All question, great, right. Rick. Did I start participating once we got outside of the AFC
2: West? You participated in one team in the AFC entirely.
1: Perfect. And
2: that was got the wrong. Patriots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll t- I'll just skip to the end. You got it wrong. Yeah. So you were. You were let's go. Let's
0: AFC. go. AFCs then. What was their over <laughs> under?
2: Uh, they were and six and a half. Oh, so, well, New England. We'll get to New England. Let's we'll start with Buffalo. Ten and a okay. half. We all had the over. They were eleven and six. So, Damn. Sweep. Easy. Easy money. By the skin of our teeth. Jets. Nine and a half.
3: That one. These ones don't count. Yeah, that doesn't
2: count. We had the over seven and ten, you know, whatever. They would have hit it. Lost.
3: They would have hit it easily.
2: Yeah, exactly. Miami yeah. nine and a half. Maddie, Gibby, congratulations! Thank you for nailing the over.
1: Yes. I don't know
2: why I thought the under was in play. I think it was because I kind of was willing to uh, to a uh, to. Play half the season and just didn't yeah. see where they would go with it. So kind of a surprise on my part. But
3: not a, not. A, I mean, I've been banging that drum for a while. He's one hit away. So. I think you influenced me on that one. Maybe I might have. I'm an influencer. Bit of a tastemaker. <laughs> you <laughs> all are, of those are. all of those with no taste buds. That's right.
2: All right, Patriots. Don't
0: let Jeff tell you otherwise.
2: <laughs> Patriots six and a half, four
0: and thirteen. Oh, that's not. I don't like that for you. <laughs> it's so I funny. love it.
2: What do you mean? I, I would just have done
0: two I mean, me a... three would have been better for you guys. Yeah. I would have hit the nine on Broncos and you know a top three be. pick in this draft. If
3: they're gonna have a terrible year, this is the year to do it. You don't want to have one of those years in a draft where no one's sure what's going on at the top. The top like four or five guys in this draft are locked in. You can't
2: lose with any yeah. of them. It was kind of like last year to a certain degree. Up until well, nobody the knew about Bryce draft, though. Was... People were
3: still like not sure yeah. about Bryce, and then outside of Stroud, like it mm-hmm. was Bijan, and that was it. What else yeah. did anybody really feel good about? So yeah, exactly.
2: So for the Patriots, Gibby and Alex both went over on that one. I, ironically enough, and wow. MP and I went under. Nailed it. You may recall, Rick, you that
0: even I... said they win
3: two games, and you were, were close. Rick there. actually doubled down on this. <laughs> he bet Tarbell, and he beat him in another bet, a side bet on oh, those be. two.
2: Well, here's the thing. He he listened to the pod and then yelled at me, uh-huh. full caps, <laughs> and said something along the lines of, "How do you idiots even allow this moron?" On the pod? <laughs> I, I believe it. that was pretty
3: close. Yeah, Bell was heated. He was. And I sat back it. and
2: thought, "Wow did i did I just miss the mark on that one?" And it turned out we're okay. But yeah, no, I, that's I, mean... I
0: got one from him. That are you even allowed to talk about football? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, in that's your that's regular that's life,
3: like, <laughs> he's like. <laughs> You know, instead of like working out in preparation for the golf trip, you two are basically working out like how to get so far into the skin that you're basically like basting. It's it's gonna be nice. You guys are it's a good captainship. It's gonna work out wait. well.
2: I can't yeah. wait. Okay. As I feel East. good about all that. So what do we got? The north? North. All right. Let's head north. John Bengals. Snow. kind of a lost year, right? So ten and a half. We all went over yeah. nine and eight.
0: Nothing you can do about that. Sweeping so. loss.
3: Man, this this is t- this is teaching me one thing: don't bet over unders in the NFL. It's not worth it. You're gonna lose by the hook, or someone's gonna lose a quarterback, and you're gonna get smoked. Like, there's no value in over unders for team like team win totals. Well, and then not- you have to wait. You know, yeah. twenty weeks. Yeah, I want to lose that money faster. I want to lose it rapidly <laughs> on a seventeen
0: team parkway. Peter King had a really good stance, <laughs> on um, not betting. And he was like, Kyle Shanahan doesn't know what's going to happen each week or
1: whatever. It is. I bet
0: on a punt to be a touchback at any point tonight, last night. And
3: there was one punt somebody had from like the 46. They attempted ridiculously long field goals. And then there was one punt and it bounced at the five. And it was going into the end zone. And the dude downed on like the half
0: inch line. It was like, <laughs> it's just a course, of course. Uh, uh-huh. Rich Misaki is betting, you know, I bet.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's smart. He knows. <laughs> I bet. Time. Plus there's I so bet. much variation compared to like betting day of game for yeah. all the variables you can plan for. You can't plan for like, you know, Rogers no. breaking his leg game yeah. one and whatever. So it, it's just so much var- variation. It's just, And it, the payouts aren't really that worth it either unless you bet a total win of two for the Patriots and nail it, you know, then you can cash out. Um, Bengals, 10 and a half, nine and eight. Okay. Sweeping loss. Yep. Baltimore, 10 and a half. We all went over, swept 13-4. Oh, easy good one. work. Easy yeah. one. That was really easy. Not yeah. sure where the line was. The there. schedules is what swayed
3: this for me. Like I was on the fence <sighs> with the Pats and then Gibby, you like walked through the schedule. And I was like, yeah, they're not going to win those
2: games. Mm-hmm. You just got to be honest. That's exactly what I used. It's looking at every game, trying to figure out what they could possibly win because the strength of schedule has more to do with this than just the feel of it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Cleveland, another oh. darling of the year. Nine and a half. And I think that was one of the easiest unders that we put out there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we did not. 11 and six. Yep. They had a good Sweeping year. Ross. Didn't see it. That felt like yeah.
3: a lot of win. Like nine would have felt like a good year for
2: them. Yeah. yeah. It Russ doesn't felt. feel like they went 11, but at the end of the day, sometimes you're just Cleveland and you feel like you can't win. Yes. Steelers, eight and a half. They went 10 and seven. Ugh.
0: Gross. Gross is 10 and seven. So Ever. there are always two teams every year yep. from each conference that don't make the playoffs next year. I think you just named the last the two that don't make it. I'll Please say if
2: Fields to goes to Pittsburgh. Ooh. Now we're talking. Or
3: what if the um, I saw last night that the Falcons are the leading team to basically mm. get any of these quarterbacks. But yeah. the um the Steelers were second on there. There's a lot yeah. of like a lot of scuttle around that one
2: yeah it's the place where former bears quarterbacks go to die so mm. it fits Yep. uh so yeah we swept the over on that one too so team solidarity we lost everything together won everything together
3: russell wilson's next team is the falcons it says best odds
0: i think it's pittsburgh but i actually think it's denver i think
3: that's infrastructure.
0: it's that's not gonna gross. be that exciting it's gonna yeah, be just a boring offseason for me no good
2: all right rick sorry so for the afc recap Matty P went 17 and 15. Pretty good. Gibby, 17, 15. Not Pretty good, too. Not good. Alex, nice. 0 for 1. Sorry, would <laughs> I, I, those total scores. AFC, 8 and 8 for MP. Gibby, 6 and 10. Sorry, you did better in the NFC side, as we'll get to. Oh. Alex was 0 and 1. Nice. <laughs> Volume shooter. And I was 7 and 9. So we were hanging around, with exception to Gibby, the 500 mark. Which... which
3: Give me rose-colored glasses himself through the AFC, and then he
2: crushed the NFC, which is on-brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100. thousand percent. So I have a, the East first on my list. So We'll start there. That's Yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Philly, 11 and a half. They won 11. So again, it's crazy how marginalized these are.
0: And they probably um, didn't deserve those 11 wins. <laughs> I couldn't have been a, well, more wrong about them for
2: longer than any other team this year. Yeah, the tailspin went through. However, we all agreed, so with exception to Alex, we all went under. So uh MP oh, Keeping the Streak going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're 0 <laughs> 2 so far.
2: Stay yeah. tuned.
0: And how do you feel? But <laughs> uh,
2: Dallas, Dallas, 10 and yeah. a half. made oh. a pretty good year, 12 and 5. So the overs. By Maddie Gibby and myself, hit the under of Alex lost.
3: You had a lot of bra- you had a lot of Cowboys rage in
1: the off season. Where does your Cowboys um, disenchantment come from? Maybe you know what? It's because every time I start to buy back into them, they'll reel yep. me in, and I'll believe in the Dak, CD Lamb train, yep. and then they just rip my heart out every time I put them in. So it's all fantasy related. It's not actually direct betting related. Fair, all of it <laughs> fair. Yeah, all of it fair. Okay.
2: Sometimes those that. are closely related. Mm-hmm. Giants seven and a half. It went six and eleven. Oh man, the under hit. So Maddie P missed with the over. Gibby hit with the under. I missed with the over, and Alex missed with the over. <laughs> we'll get <there>. Are you <laughs> over, <owning> there, <that, man?
0: laughs> <I> mean. <laughs> so America's worst friend. So
1: oh, good. I'll be the best if you just bet literally the opposite of what I say over here.
2: <laughs> well, stay tuned. Yeah. Washington, six and a half. They won four total games. So Maddie had the over, miss. Gibby got it right with the under, as did I. And Alex joins Maddie with the missed over.
0: 0-6 for Al. I love it.
2: <laughs> Albatross. <laughs> Albatross. Okay. I'm sorry. So the NFC East remains just a vexing mystery to Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go south. All right, south. New Orleans at nine and a half. Um, I'm the only one that got this wrong on the pod. I distinctly remember saying, "I think they're going to be awesome." Uh-huh. You said, like "I do remember wins. that." I <laughs> do remember that
3: you were so <laughs> bullish, like it was an. I got like so I far didn't over see how it was possible
2: they could lose more than. Uh, Eight games, which they did It was didn't. more I mean, about was close. the
3: crappiness of the division, I think was your thesis. Exactly.
2: That was another yeah. schedule-based observation. They got real close, and there was a couple games they should have won, but ultimately you guys got it. I didn't. Um, Atlanta, eight and a half, seven and ten final. So we all got it wrong. We were all over on that one. Again, a schedule for this entire division, it was a schedule-based yeah. process, and we just missed with them. Uh Carolina, we didn't miss. And Congratulations to Alex for hitting his second correct pick there. We all had the under.
0: Oh, look at you go. You're climbing
2: back in.
3: (laughs) We knew he'd be back.
2: Yeah. And he comes tumbling down to earth with Tampa Bay. Oh, no. (laughs) Where I was the, well, it was six and a half. They finished nine and eight. I was the only over on that one. Oh, good for you, Rick. Baker. You love Baker.
3: You got a special spot for Baker.
2: Again, the division itself just seemed too damn good. So here we are. Agreed. Okay. okay. So the South, or sorry, the North. Detroit, we all went over. I think that was a pretty easy over for us. They were at nine yep. and a half. They finished 12 and five. So yeah, they probably could have finished. I remember
3: that being the most like egregious line of all of them. I was like, this is free money. That team is yeah. obviously good enough to win 10 games.
2: Well, keep in mind too, they should have lost two more games because the Bears mathematically were well I'll yes. say this. statistically they were going to win both games against Detroit. Yeah. It was mathematically almost impossible for them to lose. Yep. And they did. So and then they got
0: the cousins injury too, right? Like yep. they benefited from that. So yeah. Yeah,
1: um, exactly. Yeah.
2: So we all nailed the over there. No problem. The Vikings, uh all of us, with exception to Alex had the under, it was eight and a half. They won seven games so alex was the only loss with minnesota there
1: oh you had the overall i remember that one and i kept riding the kind of superstar train that they were going to win games because of the names they had there specifically jefferson jefferson yeah yeah i remember talking about
3: them and they had like they were pretty charmed the year before they won a lot of closed games okay. variance is pretty high on those like you know it's not very sticky year to year if you win Didn't they win Clips, like
1: Eight games within three points last year. Yeah, they were yeah,
3: there. There was a point in time where they were eight and oh, but their actual score differential was like flat, pretty close to flat. Mm-hmm. It was like a point. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. But their, I mean, their defense
2: was really the the biggest. It was really bad last year. It was, it was decent. Weirdly this good this year. Yeah. It was yeah. a lot of teams just had boring games. Like the Bears, yeah, just played screens pretty much every play against them just because the way they were uh, running their package and, um, yeah. Yeah, they're, I don't know. They're, they're not a good team, even though they have some stars, but I digress. Yeah. yeah. Green Bay, 7.5. Oh. We finished 9-8. and eight. Matty P, the only correct over prediction on that one. We all went under. I'm trying no to think one, of
3: why I would have bet. Well, Green Bay
2: was really bad on paper going into this year, and no yeah. one predicted that they'd have the quarterback out. No. Thing. and you hated love
3: too i hate yeah i'm um, not a love guy i don't I, like i can't believe he like it, mm-hmm.
0: i think it was the division i think you were probably. so down yeah. on the vikings and yep. chicago and that's and probably even yeah. like detroit you thought they might sneak a game out yeah I remember correctly. and
3: i figured that was the only time they would lose to... yeah okay that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah and that's four wins potentially four or five yep. wins right yep and, and I, I believe in the coach so i was kind of like why not yeah right? like yep. yeah okay wow
2: Brilliant. Yep. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. And the Bears. Bears had a seven and a half line. They won seven of games. Of course. Should have been nine. Uh, but we all <laughs> we all got it. They did lose <laughs> to the Broncos.
0: I do have that.
2: <laughs> Christmas, just, right? Wasn't it Christmas? It no. was no, it was uh one of the earlier games, like week three? It, no,
0: yeah. Four? No, it was it was yeah, I think it was week three, actually. Ah,
3: we So as soon as the Bears up.
2: were up week three or five that's I right about exact- when
3: the millie boys started their run to uh, prosperity
2: yep oh did that happen yeah yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, it's all coming your way roi yeah it's all gonna, the math for us we'll disclose it you'll get all the documents it'll be fine
2: funny yeah. story about that game really quick when the bears were down by or when they were up excuse me by like 20 in the yeah. third yeah i put a lot of money on the broncos and i was sitting at a Uh giant birth kid's birthday party with like 20 bears fans Uh watching outside and there comes a point where you just kind of don't care about the bears thing and you just want the money and i was the only one in this party screaming at the tv for the broncos to come back and do what they did oh
0: thank you rick
2: i was i want i want the
3: money at all times now i can't i don't think I, maybe it's because we've got so many ab you might have a take on this but like if the pats were in the super bowl and you betting against them meant you'd win a lot of money would you be okay with that
1: no i think even in their prime i was more concerned with their their wins versus yeah. individual yeah profit.
2: Mm. give me the money
1: i i
0: i agree with alex Okay.
3: And yeah. Give you me can the
2: money. in a similar maneuver. Anytime the Bulls are up by any amount late mm-hmm. in the game, bet against whoever they're playing. First quarters,
3: like- they've lost like eighty percent of their first quarters. It's crazy. They just like they don't show up for the first quarter. It's been like a, a bad kept secret. The lines now are yep. like insane. If you try to bet it, mm-hmm. exactly.
2: All right, where are yeah. we? The West. West. Yeah, West. Let's go West. All right, nice, Young yeah, man. Ten and a half. They went <laughs> twelve and five. Easy. We all nailed the over. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that will be the last thing Alex gets right in the NFC West. Oh, but oh. you got another one. That's right. He's more of a draft guy anyway. So these are hard to hit. We already established the, the compound the guy. Yeah. Uh, Seattle, nine and a half. They won nine. Unbelievable. That's like the sixth one. Yeah. They're back to the Vegas thing. It's, it's crazy how close I'm these Never get. betting these. Never. Incorrect was Matty P and Alex with the overs. Gibby and I had the under. Rams. The next two, I'll just say we. Well, I'll just do one at a time. The Rams, six no, and a half. We all went under there. We all went under. They yeah, they time. crushed it. I'm oh, not man. sure why we were so. Because we didn't down. trust
3: Stafford to stay healthy, and nobody knew that Puka Nakua was going to be the best rookie receiver of all time from the fifth yeah. round. Like mm-hmm. those two things are worth like three, four wins. And on we their forgot,
1: own. like McVeigh is a really good coach. Yeah, wasn't Cup? Cup was out to start of the year too, right? So we thought, right. was, yeah. with no receivers. Yeah, right.
3: Yeah. I think a lot of people probably bet that under. That's my guess, unless you're a Rams fan. So the logic made sense. Another reason why we don't bet these: there's so many things that can go against the thesis yeah. that
0: can. Host In them. Arizona was what? Spunky. They were spunky.
3: They were three and a half. Good.
0: Three and a half.
2: They barely squeaked it out with four wins. We all hit the under on that one. So we when do under.
3: when do the over unders for next season come out? Um, I think after the schedule release. Because I can tell you, yeah, it makes sense. If the if the Cardinals are like six games or less, I am gonna hammer that
0: over. I might actually bet that who's the team. So let me go around the horn. Who's the team? They're the Texans. They're next year's Texans. You guys, you guys think so? You think it's Cardinals? Mm -hmm. Alex, do you have a take on I know it's early, but um, do you have a take on next year's like surprise team? Not yet. Okay, we'll wait on that. Rick.
2: I, I mean, I don't know. It it could be Arizona. I think it's, it's they're not going to be a surprise team, but I think the Texans are going to be awesome. And yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if that'll be surprising I, categorically anymore. No. But yeah, Cleveland probably would be pretty good. Um, I, I think the one scenario I could see is again one of these good quarterbacks goes to Pittsburgh and they kind of pull them up just like Cleveland got pulled up this year with Flacco. So who knows? It, it could be anything. I think the um,
0: Commanders. Um ton of cap space and a ton mm. of draft capital making a huge leap and i think the afs or nfc east rather is uh vulnerable mm. um and then i have the denver broncos <laughs> finishing with under uh eight wins um i'm, I'm not bullish
2: all right <laughs>
0: I just had to say their name out loud. Oh, <laughs> it's been like a week or so since I've said it.
2: You are um, a tortured
0: soul. Rick,
2: where did we finish in the NFC? So in the NFC, MP finished 9-7. Gibby crushed it, 11-5. Ooh. Wow. wow. I went 10-6. and six. Alex went
1: 5-11. Better than the AFC. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, so we got a tie?
2: So here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, with all that variance, we all went with exception to Alex 17 and 15. Wow. We went five and 13.
3: That's crazy.
2: What are the odds of that? Let's
3: get even deeper into the rabbit hole. What are the odds that all three of us would end up in this maybe better than I thought? Uh, we, didn't, we didn't set a tiebreaker. We have to do something in Hammock to break the tie on this. Yeah, we got to we, we do.
2: Yeah. There's got to be some kind of early on bet here we can make here but yeah
3: first guy in the lazy river
2: i I think drafting order is going to be the next thing we could take a look at here or predictions Mm. but we got to get through camp we got to get through some of the interviews until we get a better feel for what people are doing right now we're in the lying phase so no one really knows what's true the agents are doing their thing and anything could happen at this point so i feel pretty good about the
3: dynasty portion of that but like the mm. uh, other regular draft too many variants yeah
0: we we marginally um know what we're talking about then if we mm. are above that's Vegas. true
3: couple that with our millie boys performance and 37
0: you know. percent on millie boys and uh uh 54 on the over unders i think we're um we're spot on and so we lost
3: like six of those by the
0: hook pretty pretty good pretty, um, pretty 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 so good. obviously the the curb reference but uh Rick, there's another show on HBO that I am entrenched in. Um, it's uh-huh. the fourth season of True Detective. jodie Foster is absolutely crushing it. I I kind of forgot about Jody a little bit. Um we get and, a text a day about Jody, AB and I. Yeah, she is. <laughs> did you really? From you. Uh, what do you oh, mean, did yeah. you really? <laughs> I, I thought you said you texted AB. I'm no, like, no, are you no, Side <laughs> threats about Jody Foster. Hey, is he
3: going to keep talking about Joni Foster like this? What are we going <laughs> to
0: do? We got to talk <laughs> to someone about Gibby. Um,
2: did did Rick, you guys check out Jody Foster's 2023 hit, "Naiad"? No, no. It's
3: Gibby, the, get it's on the it.
2: story of the, the, the woman who... Swam from Cuba to the Keys. And she was like the the trainer. I think there's awards involved there, but she was really good in that movie. But it's been the first movie she's been in and feels like a bit. uh, So, Rick,
0: 30 years. I'm going to give away one spoiler, but we're not going to give away too many spoilers. And you'll see this literally within like 20 minutes of the first episode. It's okay, Alex. Jodie Foster is just sleeping through Ennis, Alaska. Mm -hmm. Um, she is doing doing her best but um rick thoughts on true detective um where are you at what um what do you think about this season how does it compare to first second third season too i i know second
2: we can throw out the window but yeah nothing compares to the first season i think that was one of the first shows that we legitimately had uh At least in our generation, kind of a weird sense or feeling after turning an episode off. Like, what did we just watch? I remember a lot of
3: buzz about that show.
2: Yeah. A lot of people had to, like, for the first time, at least in my memory, you had to go to the internet and try to figure out what it was. It wasn't what happened. It wasn't a show that, like, hand held everything into your face. You had to figure it out. There's a lot of hidden meaning and uh, mythology. And even years later, people are still trying to figure out what it is. So, the cool thing about this season, and again without spoilers, is the fact that a lot of things circle back to season one, and there's some really interesting connections. And uh, we're one episode away from, I think, the, the finale, and there's still no idea, at least you know from my seat, where it's going or, or what could happen. Okay. So it's a really cool show. Uh, Jodie Foster, as you guys said, is amazing. She's good in anything she does. I'd love to do like a Jodie Foster power rankings as far as her things uh contact is number one in that list of course but the the show Panicrum. itself is cool in that the other like season two and three i think just had a lot of just eh, they're, they're trying to remake yeah. or make it purposefully or force the, the the what was intriguing about season one and they're back to it now like it's, there's a lot yeah, of them I I just like. watch moments as soon as the credits roll with uh with my wife and i so it's been cool it's symbolism is run amok in this with like again not a spoiler but like oranges are used as symbols in in this uh this series in a way that shows and movies over the past 30 or 40 years have used it so it's not even a true detective thing so they're just taking references from all sorts of uh different genres and throwing it in here so i love it it's it's nice we haven't had a good show like that uh, in quite a while and we're not really sure what direction like the the dramatic uh series is going to go especially with uh carriers like hbo with the reformation of disney and and taking a lot of these properties offline or just not continuing them so wait for now we got to enjoy what we got
3: rick let's have a quick conversation about that because you're my guy for this so the new like sports network essentially that they're like come what is this what's the deal with it like what does it mean the, okay. like they're basically come the
2: three properties are coming together and what does that mean for sports yeah, I think you just nailed it. They're taking three semi-related and one unrelated property and putting it under one banner. Uh, they're just slowly reinventing cable again. Okay, yeah, so that sounds right. It, time is a flat circle in this it too, really I guess, is. in a weird way. We started with cable, we disconnected, everyone had their own services. And now uh, there's been, I, I think a lot of consumer blowback and a lack of sales on each of those individual channels as they mm-hmm. got super saturated with different, you know, I, I got to buy 20 different things to watch what I want to watch now. So we're back to the period where everything's starting to consolidate again in a much more expensive, commercially driven way. And who knows, by this time next year, everything might be under one banner again. We don't but, know. I think but they fine. forced Make our hands
1: money. because they started at seven, eight bucks a month. And now I looked at my Hulu the other day and I think I'm paying like 22 bucks a month yeah. for not even live Hulu. Hulu.
3: Yeah, it's a right. scam. They just sneak it in, and you never know. Only Bezos yeah. can get away with that. It's like, hey, we're going to make Prime five more dollars this year. It's like, okay, Jeff, yeah, no problem. No one
0: even notices. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Amazon. And, and
3: then you notice when you yeah. actually look. Yeah. Amazon
2: sneaking commercial. They Amazon did the thing where they just sent you a real quick email, hoping you didn't catch it to yeah. say we're going to start yeah. introducing commercials into stuff too. Just you like, know, Ooh. the commercials don't bother me. I think I'm in the minority there. I just it gives me a second to s- dive into my phone and to see all the important stuff that I've missed while I'm watching the show usually i'm <laughs> streaming it while i'm doing something else so yeah you never really notice it all who's, that much but... who's so locked in on a show that they're like oh one
3: minute for i have to take one minute off from this show like who's watching shows like that this you know, is I... us cannot be in oh before. my
0: god <laughs> <I'll> t-
2: <laughs> stop um, watching those sad shows gibby no nope, one of one of the dare i say worst shows oh no night? that is the yeah, second no, time fair. you have offended that's Gibby fair. tonight No. Um, no, I'm sorry, just the Justin Hartley. They're trying to make Justin Hartley a thing. And they did with that show that got released after the Super Bowl last uh, night. Oh, on
0: CBS. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like anytime you're you're an actor on CBS, like unless yeah, you you're over 60, it's not good. Yeah. The, the only no, time
2: no. I get, going back to the the commercial thing, the only time I could see that hurting someone is if you're trying to stream like a, a mindless half hour show like Suits has a big Yeah. Uh, renaissance right now from yeah, yeah. TikTok clips and stuff like that but if you're and someone writing that show right they're going to do another one it's either a reboot or it's like a continuation or something like that yeah. same same
3: general cast I think I saw in um, LA now yeah because I figured out what makes that show go specifically is Lewis Litt is like a good standalone character and then Harvey and um, Mike Ross have like really good chemistry and it just fuels the whole mm-hmm. show like that's enough to get people in there
2: yeah that show could have been that. about farming and yeah. the cast, it still would have been really good. It's like why yeah. the West Wing works. The West Wing could yeah. have been about anything. Yeah. And it was the dialogue, it was the cast, it was the cadence, right? Yeah. So I, I, that's really the only time when you're sitting there and there's a commercial every five minutes, five times in a 30 minute show, it's going to screw you. But aside from that, an hour long drama, you, you can afford. You're fine all the time. Yeah. Exactly. Um,
0: I want to get final thoughts on uh Super Bowl, your takeaways.
3: Not enough Taylor.
0: I needed 100% more Taylor. I would have been fine just watching
3: her in the in the booth while the game played itself out and I had uh, the audio.
2: Can I ask the group a question on the Super Bowl? Yes. yes. And Maddie, you sent a text earlier that made me think about this. Mm. It was criticizing the Niners essentially for not running the ball enough. Yeah. Yep. So the one thing that was pretty apparent with Spagnuolo was like, we're going to blitz 60% of the time. We're yep. not going to let, we're going to flood the box. We're not going to let them run up the middle, period. We're going to make Purdy throw. And by the half, McCaffrey had like two yards less average per carry. They just weren't successful. So in your, you as the coach of the, the Niners at that point, do you continue to run or do you abandon it? Like they went. You never abandon
3: any part of the game plan. You just pivot dynamically to try to take apart weaknesses. So, to your point, Rick, and the Chiefs have two of the probably three best, probably the top two out of the three best cornerbacks in the AFC West, right? McDuffie and Snead. Yeah. Gibby would agree. I, mean, that, I, I agree. Yeah, And then certain three maybe or something like that. But, One, but yeah. if you're if you're blitzing those guys nonstop. Purdy has to be able to, you got to call some plays where he can get the ball to somebody. They have nothing but playmakers who catch the ball close to the line of scrimmage and make things happen. And they didn't alter the game plan. This is why we roasted Hoover in the chat. He loves Shanahan, but Shanahan blew that game. He blew that game just like he blew the Falcons game. You have to adjust, like that's what made Belichick a good coach. Every yeah. time they came out at half, the stats showed they won games if they were up or about, or like close because mm-hmm. they just knew how to take that
2: time and revamp what they were doing and Shanahan didn't do it. He just kept yeah. running the same stuff. Yeah. It was like looking at the next gen stuff this morning was nuts. How many uncovered uh, rushes they had uh, guys yep. just completely blown assignments or just guys that schematically were never going to get covered. So it was San Francisco really cool to see. has had a yeah. bad
0: offensive line uh, more or less other Trent Williams. Fantastic. He's a first ballot hall of Famer, um, but they have struggled um, with pass pro and also, uh, run blocking throughout the entire year, but it's been masked by Debo, by McCaffrey, by you know like uh, Kittle finding soft spots in the zone. Ayuk is a top
3: fifteen receiver and in the Ayuk league.
0: Ayuk as well. Like they they have elite playmakers that mask how bad their offensive line is. Mm-hmm. I think, and you give Spagnola fifteen plays after the script is done, and he's going to figure it out. Like he is. Probably going to be a coordinator that goes to the Hall of Fame. Of course he is. He's from Massachusetts. He's elite.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Al, what are your thoughts on on the Super Bowl in general? Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, both defenses came out firing. So it was a boring first half, right? Outside of one trick play pass to McCaffrey. Very scoreless um i maddie unlike you i don't care about the taylor references it doesn't bother me i really enjoy when i see blake lively standing next to her no maybe oh, yeah. i i that legitimately wanted
3: much more taylor mm-hmm. i'm like wanted a hundred percent more of her
1: yeah she's just she's i don't know immaterial really in my book doesn't go yeah. one way or the other i'll take blake all day so that That's was my takeaway it's yeah.
2: kind of like my confusion about why so many people hate lebron who's like generally a good dude yeah. relative to like some easy answer in the past. easy
3: answer nobody actually hates lebron because of his body of work they hate lebron because he's corny he's a corny cringy cheese ball and that is what people don't like they it's don't same, hate anything else
0: same thing same. as russ right like yes I mean, you know russ hasn't done anything wrong no. At all, no other than just being boring and corny and yeah. like his
1: yeah. dumb commercials and i and saw no stuff. shortage of Pictures of Russ Russ in the booth last night.
3: Yeah, yeah, he was up there. Were with there? Ciara. Yeah, he was, he up was there with me. Ciara, like and, and I Bieber. can't remember who
1: else was in his booth. I think Bieber was in there with him too. Yeah,
3: his,
0: oh did he just Bieber. gather? Did it was LeBron <laughs> in there. Russ
3: Russ getting Bieber on the crew could boost his stock a little. Bit. <laughs> he Be- Bieber was
2: actually just going from booth to booth stealing food. <laughs>
3: yeah, he wasn't interested <laughs> in anything going on. James Marsden was in there too for some. Oh, he's reason. he's always know. there.
2: Yeah, um, he's everywhere. Who's the other guy? i forget get another question for you guys romo are you ever interested in him doing another game let alone the Gibby Gibby has a soft spot for him i love he feels feels that nance it's like nance's
3: little brother and so he's like fine it's okay but he knows deep down that he stinks at his job
1: romo's not great yeah he's just a little if he could cut it down he's great but it's too much
3: didn't he start this very well? Like his first few seasons yes. you were like, Wow, oh, yeah." great. So what the hell happened? He just I saw a couple articles over the last few years where people are like, Yeah, he knows that he's just mailing it in. Like he he's just, just collecting so a check. So
0: Al Michaels came yeah. to his defense. Really? Really? Yeah. Um, so Al Michaels was like, Look, right now, the golden boy is Greg Olson. He kind of called out Greg Olson. I've been on that train, he loves he's Greg great. Olson, but yeah. um, but you know, Tony had his moment. And now he's getting all of like the backlash. Um, sure.
2: Tony so, used to be prepared. He used to be yeah. engaging. You you still, here's the thing about Tony Robo. You still learn a lot listening to him, but he's just, yep. he's done zero prep work for whatever's in front of him. He well, didn't know I, the overtime rules last I think he
0: sure. got called out for, because he used to like say what play was going to happen next, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. oh, they're going to yep. run, you know, power, um, yep. right, right off the right guard and the left guard's going to pull and, you know, there's going to be a fullback leading the play, et cetera. And he would say like, they're going to do this, Jim. And he'd get it make Tony Romo noises. And uh, I <laughs> yeah, think yeah. he got called out a little bit for doing that. And he hasn't done that for a little while now.
2: With the game winning play of the Super Bowl,
0: He went away for what
3: works and that's a mistake. You, you got to stick. Yeah. You got to play the hits. Mm-hmm. You got to play the hits. And he's not playing I- them.
2: I'm looking forward to Greg Olson getting a much more Is he going to? What's his role. deal next year? Where's he gonna be? Because I'm no a big one knows Olson yet, guy. but he's awesome. He's kinda he's like so what good. we thought Romo would be. In he's terms so good. Of, all I want to do is you can't make the audience dumber, right? You gotta yeah. educate. You have to understand yeah. what's going on. Tell
3: me what you're seeing and call it out and be like, hey, this yeah. is what I think. Like that's what would people if you're watching the game, that's what you care about. Like I don't need to be told what the score is. I got it. The yeah. widgets got me. No problem.
0: So let's do this. Um, 2025 Super Bowl champion. We'll go around the horn. And we'll wish our listeners a fantastic season. Thank you for listening to us. But Rick, who do you have winning the Super Bowl next year? Chiefs. AB? 49ers. Maddie. You go. I want to go last. Okay. I'm going Chiefs. I'm going through Pete.
3: I think that we'll get back to some normalcy next year. I think the Niners will finally get one. They're due. The team's going to stay the same. They don't have any guys leaving. They're they're running it back. I think they're going to be there again. You know, Shanahan can't keep losing them games. He's got to accidentally win one eventually, right?
0: I I agree with that. Yeah. Well, everyone, thank you. Uh, Thank you, listeners, for joining us um, for the entire football season. Thank you. We're not going away, by the way. We're gonna be back. There's gonna be some draft talk. Hip fluidity is gonna be a big, big portion of uh, the the next month and a half or two months of the show. AB,
3: are you targeting any specific body parts for the combine this year?
1: Are you thinking of anything? Well, I've really... been doing my own personal research on hip hip unlocking and really yep. increasing the fluidity there. So, okay. I have wow. a personal personal statements are all right.
3: Well, make sure but... you start digging up some guys who who rate highly with the. I want to hear those names. I want that. Any need glute love
0: just for you Rick. no <laughs> thank you for that no. um and thank you for <laughs> all the legal counsel over the past uh year or six months since you were last on uh-huh. but um well done good job guys
2: thank you thanks guys Bye. <laughs>